Hello and welcome to the first part of The Real Truth, The Logan Story. I am Logan Six. I am from a far distant future. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Logan's Run, in that movie there's a Logan Five. Interestingly, that was one of my time travel doppelgangers of the 70s who decided to, instead of fulfill his mission, make a little stupid movie around himself called Logan's Run. Very bad movie. Logan 5. He was one of the first escapees, but also one of the first guys to go renegade because he knew that if he just made a significant enough movie kind of making fun of the future, that Logan five would become famous and therefore he could not be neutralized and he could continue on his time traveling merry way. And the actor who played Logan's run, who played the lead, Michael York, um, had a very uh, long life as a transplant from the future. So, Logan Six, of course, is me. Um, I'm his successor in many ways, um, just in numerical order, as the luck would have it, though I don't think it really had any real significance. We were just numbered pretty randomly as we were captured, or just pinpointed for capture, as Logan Five was never captured. I was. I was a one of the inmates in the dungeon of Logan's, which was essentially a prison with all different versions of me from young, old, some look quite different genetically just because of different genetic pairings, but it was just the spark of Logan was in all of them. And they were all, at some point, time travelers who got caught, got wrapped up in the big dragnet that was cast by the child emperor. Once he decided that he wanted to control every universe. So there were different possibilities, of course, to try to end the chaos of time travel, as it was called. It was a menace at least perceived to be during a certain era. Me being a time traveler, I've seen the circle of serenity. I've seen the ultimate destination of man. And now all these squabbles seem stupid to me. Killing Mike Trojan seems stupid to me. Who is Mike Trojan? Mike Trojan was simply a man who lost his way among women, became ugly, actually, turned himself ugly through the use of excessive marijuana and and just eating poorly. Mainly, it was the estrogen of excessive marijuana that essentially went, I went from, Mike Trojan went from a quite good-looking man to an average kind of 
man who was kind of felt self-conscious about his looks and thought he was ugly. And and in, he could not deny that he was ugly. He'd see pictures of himself and he'd be like, you're ugly. So he started to come up with this idea that you don't have to be good looking to get with women. And what he was picking up on was the dreams of all of these ugly ass versions of me in this dungeon that we were in. They were all exceptional time travels, travelers. Some really did use the sexual technique. Others have figured out different ways to do it, but they they weren't as reliable as the sexual version. Now, the sexual version was getting behind a woman with an ample behind and creating a ripple that would then create a ripple in time. And it required the seduction of women in a very short span of time. So everything was about getting from point A to point B as fast as possible. Sometimes it would take a week of the time traveler's time. While he was on a mission in a particular place, he'd have to set up something that at least by the end of the week ended up in a sexual encounter. Otherwise, he was stuck in that time effectively. Now, some time travelers got lucky because they ended up in in eras where they had girlfriends so they could pretend to be their past self and get sexual, um, get, get, get the sexual time travel going that way. So essentially what happens during the sexual time travel? Well, a portal opens up and, and because you're so you're, you know, you're basically, as soon as the portal opens up, you're starting to, um, climax and if you can hold it in for a certain period there's a there's a door that you go into and you can you can jump to any time time of yourself but it, the problem is until recently we haven't been able to jump into the body of ourselves in that time we've had to jump there separately and sort of advise the person as an old version of ourself, which never fully was satisfying to either party. One, because it's almost too much to believe for the person being told. And the person telling isn't, is, isn't really going to get the benefit of this decision. It'll change maybe the parallel universe of another version of Logan or Mike Trojan. It's hard to say who's Logan, who's Mike Trojan, but the point is Mike Trojan was a guy giving advice that he was channeling from the dreams of his other versions in this dungeon. These people who are ugly, but they've figured out how to game women. And so they had certain rules and Mike Trojan wrote those rules down in a, um, treatise called the whore manual and he kind of did a play on the word whore because you'd think he's talking about women but no he's actually saying that a man is a true whore in the positive sense if he is so magnetic that women will actually pay him to have sex with them and so when a man becomes a whore 
that's like the apotheosis of man. I know this is a very controversial thing. Of course, it's not something you should actually do. You shouldn't be a whore. But if you have to be able to, at least in the estimation of Mike Trojan, you have to be in such a position that you could be a whore. You have to be something that women would pay money for. And the, and the way to, there's a certain behavioral pattern that you have to engage in with women to convince them that you are of that value. And Mike Trojan always understood that if you just follow these steps, you will eventually attract any woman that you want in a very fast time. So it's, I think it's probably still online in your era. It's called the Whore Manual by Mike Trojan. And while in this timeline it hasn't gotten much traction, in other timelines it rules whole universe. It rules whole swaths of possible future because it achieves a kind of cult status and then people start to live by it because the gender roles, of course, are becoming extremely difficult to navigate now. Um, I'm not just talking about the, the different, the splintering of of sexual genders, but I'm just talking about heterosexual man versus woman relations is just in kind of a weird spiral, a different, you know, people don't know exactly how to act. And people don't know what's expected. But you can go by millions of years of evolution. That's the only thing you can really go by. And bottom line is that women just want some a guy who basically has the attitude of the action hero. Can joke in the face of adversity. Can keep things positive. Can be attentive. But at the same time, not be a, a doormat. And to have an opinion, have a strong opinion. But at the same time, enjoy having a debate with somebody who also has a strong opinion and expect them to have a strong opinion and engage engage women by the fact that there are – this is according to Mike Trojan – that they have the sense of humor of an eight-year-old but the intelligence of a super genius. If you approach women in that way, according to Mike Trojan – You'll have no problem. And that happens to be the main principle behind the time travelers that do travel by that method. Most of them quite ugly. Versions of me, I've seen them. And it kind of proves the old adage from my Trojan that women don't see the ugliness of men. They only see their charisma. And that's why certain charismatic ugly guys can get very beautiful women. Some charismatic evil men can do this so as well. Unfortunately, there's a kind of evil that can hide behind charisma. But ultimately, it all shakes out. And nothing evil, again, according to Mike Trojan, can actually hurt you. It can only make you stronger and make you more focused. So what does that do to the coached past version of yourself, which you try to give advice to, to avoid some of the pitfalls 
that always irked you, that you always regretted? What do you do to that person once they've heard your advice, your 2020 foresight, your 2020 hindsight, that is to say, for them becomes 2020 foresight. They do not get the scars. They do not get the pains. They don't get the anguish of the bad decisions you made. And so they don't have nearly the focus or the edge or the sharpened reflexes that have been carved through pain. So there's always that danger until now. Logan Six found a way to, and I'm Logan Six, I'm the only time traveler that found a way to jump into the body. Every other mission that tried to kill Mike Trojan, kill Mike Trojan, shoot him in the head, replace him body, in, as a body in this timeline. Those efforts have always, has, has continually failed. And no one understands why. Some say it's just the spirit of Mike Trojan just always overwhelms the Logan. Somehow he becomes possessed by Mike Trojan again. And people used to joke that Mike Trojan was coming back from the dead in the body of these Logans because he would, Logan would replace them, try to take the mission to where the child emperor had instructed Logan to take it, the Logan would always go renegade and always claim that he is Mike Trojan when he goes renegade. And no one could understand why. This was a glitch that would not let the Logan mission be finally completed. In this now final try, well, it's probably not the final try. It's yet another one and probably a long a long span of infinite tries. So, you know, there's Logans that go up to the, into the thousands, into the millions, maybe. Not all of them are in the dungeon either. Every time a different decision is made, a different Logan is made. So, Logan 6 offers the promise that no more splinters will be made. If he can bring time travel within that kind of rationality. At least you can time travel up and down the timeline of your life. You can jump into the body of yourself at a certain age and make certain decisions and move on from there. What ha then what happens to that whole future that gets carved by that? Well, it's not your concern. You're living in the new one. And yes, there are many possibilities of different futures out there. And there are some that are horrible because you made the right decision and did such a thing. Like you can create a very hell world just by living out your fantasies the way you want to. And you need to understand like this, that you're living through the decisions of not only your what you've decided, but also what your future time-traveling self has come back and adjusted. So you're living in a perfected world crafted by your future time-traveling self. And if you don't believe that, then 
at least you have to think of it as a possibility. There's a possibility, one, at least in one parallel universe, that you will not die. There is at least one possible universe where they figured out time travel. There is at least one possible universe where your future self came back to try to coach your your past self. Now, you've never been visited by this person, but what about now? Have you been jumped into by this person? If you have and you want to be, at least feel like you're in control of it, then summon it, ask for it. According to Mike Trojan, that is what you should be doing with your mind, is summoning what you think you want. Be like, this idea that you have to go out and get things. No, you have to summon them with your mind. Your body will then get them for you. But not it's not you thinking about every movement of your body to get it. No, it's you thinking about getting it. Then your body figures out how to get it. Your instincts figure out how to get it. So the first thing you do is you say, I want this. Don't think about how it's done, why it's done. Just what do you want? Now, if you weren't, if you don't get it, then what is your, then what does that mean? That means you weren't meant to get it. Because one, you have to, if you want something, you have to bring your vibrational level up to get it. You have to bring your breathing up. You have to bring your concentration up. You have to wipe all the bullshit thoughts from your mind and be in a state of zero mind. And then you can request something. And you can just meditate on what it is that you're asking for and how you want it and how you already actually have it. And you're thankful for it. And that's how you should approach relationships. That's how you approach anything that you want in life. Just from the littlest thing. Always be thinking ahead. Like, I would like this. I would like this. Stay calm. Breathe. Ask yourself what it is that you ask for. And then ask for it. Over and over again. So this is at the basis of the Mike Trojan philosophy. Is just to get your mind into a point where it is completely free of the chattering of thoughts. And this sort of relates back to what's being said in the lectures of fallen wisdom around this time. I mean, I bring it up because it relates. But let's go back to our story. So Mike Trojan comes up with this very interesting philosophy that ends up catching on. He is actually the author of the lectures of fallen wisdom. So that combined with his teachings on man-woman relationships in the whore manual and, and then later with advanced macking, Mike Trojan creates an ability to experiment. He becomes very good at getting women to want him behind He lives on his own planet after a while, calls himself the Lone King. 
and rules over a universe for thousands of years as just the guru of a, an entire universe, an entire globe of people, an entire time possibility. And by doing that, he lessens their desire to time travel. They decide that they want to try to live, that time travel is a form of a form of cheating and a form of insanity. That it should be taken at very important things, but never trivially. And that the main thing is to just be awake in your presence so you don't make the mistakes that would warrant you to time travel back and fix them. Because, and here was always the danger that he warned against. And he said, one day they're going to figure out how to time travel into your mind. One day they're going to, a future person version of yourself will take over your mind today and take you in a direction that it thinks is wiser than the one it, and what then? Will you remember all the wisdom? Because that future version possibly didn't have these kind of revelations about what it takes. That future version just kept down a certain path and only has an opinion about what perhaps went wrong in their life. They could be wrong. But you understand what's at stake and you understand that you have a trajectory and yes, if you stay conscious and you stay blissful, you will do perfectly fine. You won't have anything to go back and fix time travel-wise. But that's not how your life is unfolded. There are many things you wish you could have done differently. And so the obsession with time travel gets reinstituted with this future version of yourself who jumps back and assumes your identity. So my Trojan warned of this, even as the lone king, he did not outlaw time travel. In fact, many believe that the Bidoff king was one of lone king's um, most loyal attendants. He's very quiet about that that rivalry that he has with the Bidoff king. Now, the Bidoff king leads a whole universe of masturbators. A whole universe of people who just masturbate. And they avoid time travel that way. They avoid having sexual intercourse at all. Now the child empire is a whole universe of children. A whole reality where no adults are allowed to exist. That'll stop the time travel. At least that was the decision of the child emperor who never could reach puberty. He had some sort of disorder. Some say he was manufactured as a experiment, maybe by the circle of serenity itself. They thought, what of a world of perpetual children? What if a time possibility where the adult was never allowed to come to fruition? 
We don't become sexual beings until after childhood. So as as children, how would a whole universe, a whole universe, where where adults were essentially extinct, fly in the ointment, of course, were the Logans. They could not be stopped. They would land a lot in the child empire sometimes. Most of the time on an ass that was a little too big. A little too flappy. A little too entropy creating. Now they had scouts all around and they were looking at different time periods. There was a particular place where a lot of Logans got kicked to as almost like some kind of practical joke by Nellie the whore god as Mike would call her because sometimes these Logans would get back into a period where uh, women were pretty hairy not exactly attractive in the traditional sense where you have these kind of ape-like women way back in time and the child emperor had Logans at his disposal that were using some pretty primitive technology, but some that just directly pointed. All they needed to do was point it at these common places where Logan would land sometimes with amnesia, and he would. They would. They'd come up with a, a lot of Logans that they could put in this dungeon, and the point of collecting them was: look, we can't beat these Logans. We just have to collect them and hold them. Now, it wasn't until Logan, I guess it was Logan 1, after being in a dungeon for like 10 years, was like, listen, let me just pull some strings in the past for you. Let me be your, let me be your um, savior here. I can, so that the time travel never occurs. I can kill Mike Trojan. And the child emperor thought about that, and he's like, yeah, here I am. I'm trying to prevent time travel just to prevent chaos. And all I have to do is stop this one guy, Mike Trojan, from inventing time travel. And then I will save, yes, the child empire will effectively have to keep doing what it's doing, but at least in one parallel world, there'll be humans, there'll be adults, and there'll be time travel. And maybe it'll erase all the possible universes. The problem is that Logan's discovery of time travel was in the grand plan. The Circle of Serenity realized that, realizes that way in the future of this child empire that doesn't last very long. A, a universe of children. It didn't take long for one of the Logans to get out, raise one of the children, let it get into puberty, and raise a few more and start whole villages around the child empire that before long, many children were defecting to. They wanted a world with adults. And it succumbed to the chaos of time travel as well. There's only one answer to the chaos of time travel and that is this we confine it to inner body and we go to the timeline of our life and we back into the, the body 
And I've found a way to keep others from doing it by teaching how rewarding it is to do it this way. No one will ever want to do it the other way. Why live vicariously through your past self if you can't experience the pleasure of getting it right? With all your knowledge, with all your grit that you've gained by getting it wrong, you can now relive the moment, get it right. You have all the grit you needed. That was, the, that was remember, that was the issue is that if you try to help out your past self, they don't get the grit and the experience of failing that you have. And so they're not as cool of a person. They become a lame person because you help them out. So you might, and, and that's, what's, that's what often happens is you turn yourself into the ultimate assholes at everything handed to them because they have the voice of their future self guiding them. But if you become one and if you merge with that person, then they carry with him all your grit, all your intelligence that you've gained through past failures, and the ability to relive the life in the way that you think might be better. So that's the promise that Logan 6 brings. Now, of course, I was the top prisoner at the child empire because I promised that I would jump into Mike Trojan's body and steer him away from, from becoming a, um, from figuring out how to do this time travel, basically steering him away from a life that would bring him, um, many women of ample behinds. Now, of course, of course, um, that would mean killing the rap version, the rapper version of Mike Trojan, which he, ironically enough, took on as a persona called Logan from the Future. And his writing suggests that he understands the whole story, this whole Logan saga that is real. He has not only written about it, but done podcasts about it in between his lectures of fallen wisdom. So he's quite aware of these, of, of what, of what was facing him and what he'd be inventing. I mean, he took it as a joke, but it started off as just a joke, just like of, of just him basically fiending for sex because he had made himself ugly and he had started to have a hard time getting women. So he just figured out. And then he started having these weird dreams of um, of time travel. And there was actually an incident in on the subway where an old vagrant that looked exactly like him, but in an older version, started insanely pointing at him and calling him Logan. And at that point, my Trojan just decided... Yeah, and then another stoner was like, yeah, you look like Logan's Run. And so then he saw the movie Logan's Run, and after some of these bizarre incidences, once when he was arrested, he looked up and there was a sign, and it was pointing to Logan. I guess it was like Logan, New Mexico or something. But 
he sort of took all these time, created this version of, of Logan from the future who basically time travels with a woman behind. And and then made a whole pers- a rap persona out of it. But then Mike Tro that my my move was like, look, I'm gonna jump into this guy's body, I'm gonna make him quit all kinds of drugs, I'm gonna make him quit weed, and I'm gonna stop this rapper persona of his. And it was interesting that the Badoff King like tried to come in on it and like alter it. Like he posed as this sort of guru and um and he 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 really tried to I, I suppose he was sent by the child emperor, but I don't really know. Um he really tried to destroy Logan. And Logan is the ticket. <laughs> I didn't tell the child emperor this. And that's why of course I'm gonna go renegade too, just like all the other Logans went renegade. But this time, I'm doing it from inside Mike Trozen's body. I'm no longer on the outside. I'm not one of these Logans that's trying to kill Mike Trojan. And I understand that now that Mike Trojan has combined forces with one of the Logans who knows the future and knows that Logan from the future will create a very important impact in the rap world that will allow a certain message to be frequent, frequencyed. And that message is the bliss message. Is that you don't have to be unhappy. You don't have to rely on anything to feel ultimate bliss. It's right there. It's just all of these other things that are blocking it that you have to that you have to you have to push away. Now, Mike Trojan always understood this. He was always preaching this. But I'm Logan Six. I'm from a time where this stuff is just natural stuff. But we study you guys. We study how you guys created this dark world of. Of, of mental projection around yourself so that you walk around in your self-imposed cloud and the world looks very dark and dreary and depressing. And everybody sort of becomes a willing participant in that depression, in that depressiveness. It becomes almost habitual to depress other people. Because you feel, de- you want people to feel like you, you feel depressed, you make other people feel depressed. It's just the way it goes. That's why it's so important never to feel depressed. Like, if you feel depressed, you're going to make somebody else depressed. It's like a fucking disease. And dis-ease is, the, is exactly what it is. It's lack of ease. Life is easy. Unless you're being chased by a murderer or a tiger or a goblin or something, <laughs> a killer, it's, it's, it's fun time. It's great. It's like real virtual reality. And every moment is sparkling with life. So live it. Feel 
the energy of life and and get rid of all the stuff that's masking it, all of it. And once you get to that position, you time travel anymore. You can just do what you need to do, and you can create. Because remember, each time you time travel, you're just making another ripple, a version of yourself. Even though they're, you are now inhabiting the body of that new person, the old version, the old branch is still there. And the key to, I believe, having a true spiritual existence is to combine all the past branches of the versions of yourself into one giant, huge, strong tree trunk. So those are the roots. Then now you're growing out of the ground and you have to be a trunk. You can't just be a collection of vines twisted upon itself. So that's why time travel should be stopped. And I've always been one of the star pupils for the Circle of Serenity because I proposed this and they didn't have any idea how to stop it. They thought serenity could could get you there and it does get you there it gets you to this thought it gets you to this understanding so I sat with them in the circle of serenity I turned off my thinking apparatus I learned how to take it off for hours and hours and days and days on end and the first thing I did was use entertainment yep entertainment is a great way to do it just turn that shit off. Let the entertainment run your mind like a fucking VCR. As long as you're not thinking about the bullshit of your life, all the fears and anxieties, essentially, of your life, you're in bliss. And that's why watching TV is blissful. But it's a low level. And you have to understand that it's it even more blissful to live out into the world, to interact, to make people talk and you talk back to them. Like, engage the virtual reality that you're in instead of watching a, a screen version of it. But But it doesn't matter. You're better off if it just makes you happy to watch TV all day than to be interacting in the world with a version of yourself that is angry or upset or, or annoyed or bored or just ready to turn into an angry direction because you're going to inflict negative energy on yourself and others in such a way that you age yourself and you sour your 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 ability to fight off disease, really. I'm talking, even if you're a nice person, but you're fucking boring. That is a crime. That is a sin against nature. That's a sin against your potential. You're not boring. You're just not feeling particularly inspired to not be boring because you're bored. 
So understand, we figured it out. Serenity. Serenity comes when the mind is free of thought. And once that serenity is established, you can then ask for things and get them or not. But that's what your mind should be focusing on. As soon as you reach serenity, you can have anything you want that should be yours. And rest assured, if you don't have it, it shouldn't be yours. And rest assured, if you do get it, it's because you asked for it. And it should be yours. But if you don't ask for it, even if it should be yours, guess what? You don't get it. And nobody asks. Everybody tries to take. Everybody kind of just finagles sometimes. But with with tremendous price and tremendous backlash. When you go about trying to take something... The universe might give it to you just to teach you a lesson. Be careful what you wish for. That's that's kind of what happens. So the plan now, the plan was, according to the child emperor and his minions that coached me for days and days on edge, raked me over the coals. They did not believe that I was going to come back here and end the rap career of Mike Trojan. But I did start to do that. I did start to dismantle it on some level. As soon as I entered his body, I stopped doing it. I stopped doing his marijuana. I stopped doing any of the the stuff that he was into. I just started kind of trying to get my serenity back. Because I was now in the maelstrom of the Mike Trojan mind, and his serenity was nil. He was fully within the swirl of his thoughts. He would use marijuana to 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 flatten those out, and that was kind of his method of doing it. But I understood that a full testosterone looking from the future is needed. And marijuana is an estrogen-creating drug. It turns you into a woman. At least in my estimation. Now, I did understand one thing, though. can sometimes show you a doorway. Problem is, you become addicted to seeing doorways and never taking them. So when you don't use for a long time and then you use, you're just like, wow, here are all these doorways. And it's such an exciting thing to see. And you're like, wow, I didn't realize these doorways were here. That you can become addicted to the seeing of doorways and never take any. So it's no joke. These drugs are used to see doorways and then to take them sober. Doors of perception. So when you do see them, you need to take them now. Make your life interesting again. Read the book over the TV show. Read. Keep the TV off. 
Enrich your mind. Come up with things to talk about. Stop trying to entertain yourself. Entertain yourself with stuff that will make you look like a fucking genius when you talk to anyone. That's what people want around them. Interesting, interesting people become one of those people. This is what the circle of serenity is, has taught me. And it was, it so blows beyond anything Mike Trojan ever even thought of. And so Mike Trojan, he's, he's a funny kind of character in this whole story. But now that I've taken over his body and I'm here talking to you, I can kind of tell you the story of what's happened before. We only can, my story is going to tell itself in the next few years. Will Logan from the future become as big as he needs to be to create enough buzz to, to make, to turn this, this realm into one nation? Because that's his trajectory. And he's a little bit... He doesn't believe the circle of serenity can sustain itself because there's not enough male energy there. It's too feminine. And there needs to be a Logan... There needs to be a One Nation. Now, One Nation is a persona that Logan takes on right after... Like, he'll, he starts to get a name as Logan from the future. And in order to escape the fame of the Logan from the future name, he changes the name to, Lo, to One Nation. And he, he starts rapping under One Nation. Um, in fact, it's, it's, a, it's going to happen very shortly because I have to start putting out new stuff and... And uh, it's it's going to go out by that that moniker, One Nation. Why? Because that's where we're headed. We have to be all headed there. Otherwise, we're going to have we're just going to constantly be warring with each other over over really stupid stuff. We are one tribe now, and now what we're doing is we're doing some migrations to other planets, to under the Earth to other time, time periods. And now that we've gotten a handle on this time travel, we're not going to make the mistake that our future generations made that splintered the universe into all these different versions that were trying to prevent the chaos that we'd create when we could just time travel in the back to the future way. This Logan Six and this Mike Trojan under the tutelage of thousands of of tries at this, millions maybe, to kill Mike Trojan, to replace him with an ill-equipped Logan who doesn't understand the circle of serenity, who doesn't understand how to time travel in the right way. All is coming to an end now, culminating in the ultimate, Logan 6. That doesn't mean that this has been tried six times. 
it just so happens that the last time it was tried was in the 70s. Different version of Mike Trojan, much younger. I mean, much, much um, older. Born at a different time. Nonetheless, a pretty formidable guy. Um, in that in that parallel, but this this there was so many tries even of just this time. There's so many different versions that got created because it was just like where this Logan took the Mike Trojan trajectory. They always got overtaken though by Mike Trojan. Now the question is because Mike Trojan came up with the Circle of Serenity. He also came up with One Nation. But he really focused on the circle of serenity. So he understood it. And the question is whether Mike Trojan is ruling that universe, at least through the Lone Kingdom, as a proxy. There's always been a close relation of those two universes. And many say that the Lone King is just a transplant from, is just the One Nation version of, of, um, of the Circle of Serenity. Like the Circle of Serenity came up with a One Nation version. Uh, it basically understood the criticism that there should be a male, uh, uh, some kind of male energy helping along the men in the universe because, and to keep them as men so they could be attractive to women. Um, I understand there's all these other sexualities and I don't want to neglect them. I'm just saying that the main one was the heterosexual. And frankly, we found that the Mike Trojan principles were the best way to keep women from getting abused and the best way from men from becoming murderous shooters. <laughs> I mean, just people who, that's the extreme, but I mean, just people who just have no luck with women, you know, and they get very frustrated and then they poison the world with their frustration. It becomes very important to to teach men how to get women in a way that's satisfying for them because otherwise they become very frustrated and they put poison in the world and they put poison in their own bodies. So, you know, this bliss idea has to be helped along by coaching men on how to deal with women. I, you know, there are women who are doing this for, for women as well. By teaching people how to get rid, like Eckhart Tolle is a, is a great philosopher for this. He's, he is actually from the Circle of Serenity. He was sent down here a long time ago. And uh, Deepak Chopra and uh, some of these very spiritual leaders that are just, they're trying to explain to you what the deal is. Even Tony Robbins, he was a big guy in the circle of serenity. And the funny thing is, is like people made fun of him, but he's been more successful than mostly a lot of these gurus in just convincing people that it's all about like just staying fucking positive and making sure that you don't let negativity enter your brain. That's all that shit's about. Even Scientology is that way. So, it's been particularly important 
to to have a man kind of coaching men in a very overt way about sexuality because men are they they define themselves on a, a subtle, subtle level by how successful they can interact with women and and feel like they're getting some worth out of it so that has been incorporated and i don't mean to belittle my Trojan because I do believe that it was a major part of the Circle Serenity's success was understanding my Trojan principles as a bedrock. The, the, the key here is what's going to be launched at me, right? I've already sustained a very credible kind of con job by the Badoff King who through spiritual means tried to destroy the Logan persona because it, it was this idea that like, it's sinful. It's a sinful kind of, it's kind of got a rapey vibe. The idea that it uses women for sexual, uh, for, for, for time travel. It's very objectifying talking of ample ass and whatnot. I mean, it's, it's not exactly a feminist, <laughs> And yes, it, it turns out to be quite a, a knee slapper of a joke, right? I mean, it's just like, ha-ha, the ripple, ripple, ripple. But it's kept Mike Trojan going this far. I mean, for basically rapping for like 10, 20 years. <laughs> Excuse me. So one of the things I learned, though, was that when Mike Trojan's like totally stone sober, like he has an issue with being a boring motherfucker. His real problem with that. And after months and months of it, it started to start to lose some vitality. Started to lose some fucking brain cells. And started to really atrophy. And that was me. That was the Logan Six imprisoned inside the Mike Trojan body. And I understand this Mike Trojan body now runs, has run itself on marijuana for so long. And it's very difficult for this Mike Trojan body to do anything worth a shit when not on marijuana. (laughs) Just kind of sits around, does nothing. Very unmotivated Mike Trojan. Now, my feeling was, yes, that's, that's, that's what it should be because we are going to break this cycle in Mike Trojan. We don't need it anymore. And Mike Trojan needs the testosterone now. So it's laying down the law here because from now on, Mike Trojan is going to be a kick-ass, sober rapper. Drive the the Logan from the Future name to a certain level, and then he's going to go to One Nation. And this is, One Nation is the culmination of the ghost dance that was started by Mike Trojan.
many, many years ago, when he was inhabited by a time traveler by the name of Lone Hawk. Lone Hawk was a Native American who one night went to sleep in his his wigwam on the on the land that was that was to become New York 200 years ago a little bit before the Columbus invasion the the start of the invasion that Columbus started maybe it was started by the Vikings before that but whatever the european conquest of the americas Lone Hawk was living in that time period. and He, one night, gets transplanted through time travel with his um, very buxom wife. He ends up in the body of Mike Trojan. Mike Trojan wakes up in his apartment in, in Brooklyn as a Native American. He has all the garb. He's looking like some Native American. He's tan. He's like much more fit. The girlfriend he wakes up to thinks he's joking. He can barely speak any English. He has to kind of absorb the Mike Trojan personality himself and combine with him. And where does Mike Trojan go? His personality. He ends up in Mike in Lone Hawk's body in the past. Before the white man made it here and destroyed everything. And what does Mike Trojan do back then? He becomes one nation. He combines all the tribes of the Native Americans on the continent under one banner, one nation. And they form a country called One Nation. And it becomes a very innovative tribal country that does not allow any gunpowder to be brought to this land. Very strict border control policy. No gunpowder. You must live the way we live to live here. And so we become an oasis, a new Eden, as it's called, because we call it that. Because Mike Trojan, with the benefit of knowing the Bible and knowing the religiosity of the people that he will be encountering, he declares that they form one nation, take a boat to Europe preemptively, and introduce themselves as the new Eden. And that if everybody wants paradise and immortality, they can come here and live as tribal, but never in the style that they do in the European continent. Never. So Mike Drosian, like, refashions a whole version of America totally different. What does his counterpart do when he gets here? Well, he jumped into this Mike Trojan in uh, 
I think it was 97. And he's been using what he knows of tribal understanding to bring about one nation here, which is when we just unify all the human tribes into one nation. And this isn't one world government. This is one world consciousness. This is all of us that understand bliss become one nation. And then we can control, we can help the others get back, get into this world. We don't have to do it very, it's a very subtle art. It's just a matter of being an example. Because you become magnetic when you understand the principle of bliss. When you understand how to create it within yourself without any external thing. When you realize that, you become a magnet to others. And they just want to be around you. It's like the gurus in India. So, that one nation is sustained. But there, there's, there's no way to defeat this one nation. And that's what Mike Trojan teaches to the Native Americans. I know that sounds like blasphemy in the sense that the oldest white man savior teaches the Native Americans. He learned it from them. He learned it by taking in the Lone Hawk energy, which learned, which was came from them. So let's not. Don't worry about this cultural appropriation. It is all tied up in this thing called the ghost dance. So once Logan. Once Mike Trojan was infiltrated by Lone Hawk in 97, he started this idea of a ghost dance. He saw this degradation. He was so shocked by it. He read about the, the squandering of the understanding of the Native American people and the, just the decimation of their people. And he wept and wept. And he understood, though, that he had to now transition this world into something better than the cancer it had become. So he set about teaching Logan the tribal ways. And so Logan incorporated that into his overall idea of what needs to become, what needs to happen. And what it does, what it is, is it's a technological tribal existence. Essentially, we don't have to move around too much. We can be happy where we are as long as we create a tribal situation of understanding among certain people. And the tribe that we're in now is the Bliss Tribe. It's a one-nation Bliss Tribe. And you can bring others into it by just teaching them how to have bliss, how to be happy. Once they understand it, they're in it, and it's fine, it's all. They they can't not, but you can only be in it if you feel good most of the time. So, 
so yes, so what has happened besides this? This new bliss thing that we're all going to enter, this one nation that we're all going to enter and we're all going to be happy to be in. What, what were the alternative universes? Well, there was the Lone Kingdom and I've taught, talked kind of favorably of this Lone Kingdom, but it never really solved the issue. The Lone Kingdom kind of stayed a pretty depressed universe, but with the guidance of Mike Trojan philosophy. So there was a lot more happiness in that universe because at least they were following some of the rules of interaction that avoided a lot of the pitfalls and the anger and the anguish that people who didn't understand these principles had to go through. So it was a relatively ordered society, but there was still, it was rife with, with chaotic time travel and was rife with some crime, some problems. It wasn't a perfect society. Mike Trojan could only do so much. And then when he kind of he started to actually side with the child emperor when he started understanding there he would there wouldn't be really a good successor for him like he had to stay around and just be the constant custodian of this universe and he was just like this is hell i can't sit here and just be the confidant be the fucking ruler i need to just i want to bleed into the the parallel universe um, the multiverse and have my own fun. And they had sent him a dark queen who was beautiful. The, the circle, the circle sent it to him and they thought, well, look, he, we, we want him there. We want him to keep him there, keep him happy. The problem is his power comes from being alone on this planet. So you sent him a woman, <laughs> you basically diminished his power. So thanks a lot, but no thanks. But, but the point is they tried to, appease Mike Trojan because he was like I can't just be the ruler on this lone planet forever so that kind of proves to me that he was actually sent by the circle he was set up by them and he just didn't understand that this was a permanent gig his closest lieutenant like saw the anguish on him and was just like look man this we don't need this we can just tell all these guys to jerk off and like, don't give him any, don't give him any advice about talking to women. In fact, tell him not to talk to the women. Tell him jerking off is better. Like, fill their shit with porn. Give them all kinds of good porn to watch. So that's a whole universe. Of, now that universe is 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 it sucks. Okay, with everybody just kind of auto erotic, um, auto getting themselves off, it turns into an ugly place. Nobody has an incentive to be beautiful for the other person. Everybody's jerking off. It's fine. And guess what? The race, the the, the humans start to die out, right? There's no procreation. <laughs> so that's, that doesn't work. The Child Empire, they still have a dungeon of adult Logans, okay? And you're, there's always the possibility that one of those Logans is going to take one of the children and raise them. And so that, that's, that kept happening. They kept having to execute that person, kill that Logan, 
another Logan would escape. So there's just no way that there was no way to block it. Eventually, it just got torn apart by time travel too. The Circle of Serenity survived for a while. See, they don't know that I went beyond them, to, just to see, because I wanted, I needed something to see what what would be the new world. And yes, the Circle of Serenity lasts thousands of years. But the one wrinkle in it was that there wasn't a male, there wasn't a male kind of energy there enough. There was just too much, too female. And it started to break down. There needs to be a yin and a yang to a universe for it to hang together in a way that's eternal. So the yang is like the cool man, right? And then there's the beautiful woman and they come together. Now, they thought they were making that with the lone king and his dark queen. They thought they were. And many look at the current microsian kind of setup as that very setup and there's some interesting navigation that has to occur around that now i'm not saying i'm not going to engage in any more time travel i will interbody it's just that the kind that's outer body is just going to be thought of it's going to, in the minds of so many people now is going to be implanted that it it shouldn't occur. Now, it's Mike Trojan isn't even going to invent that. So that is my solution. That is my gift to the child empire, okay? I am preventing him from inventing the kind of time travel that has caused the chaos. I'm not going to stop him from inventing time travel, period. I'm going to keep him from inventing the kind that destroyed the universe and required all these cockamamie possibilities, including the circle of serenity. Because that's kind of boring too, just to sit around as like a serenity circle where everybody's just so spiritual and, and has no edge to them and has no ego to them. I mean, that's a little boring too. Ego is actually can be exciting sometimes. It's like... That's what this whole, like all of our entertainment is. If there was no ego, we wouldn't want to watch entertainment and we kind of wouldn't get kind of turned, we wouldn't get um, compelled by it. So there's like a place for ego, like for our entertainment, for the spice of life. You have, you know, you have to have salt, some salt in you. You can't just be all water. So... We understand, at least I understand, that one nation is not going to be a circle of serenity, but it's going to be a circle of bliss. And serenity is something pre-bliss. You, re- you arrive at serenity, and then bliss comes in. So I'm offering something. And what I've seen in the future is the thing. I've seen the one nation. So I am Logan Six, and this is the real truth because this is the this is the trip that is going to end all trips. Because this Logan Six 
Maybe there's been different versions of Logan Six. I think I'm the only one. This Logan Six knows what to do. So I'm going to be reporting on what he's been doing. The first thing that has to occur is to start writing some new material for Logan from the future. And that's, I think, where I have to just put my energies. And if I have to use... uh, uh, drugs to do it, I will, but I, I, I'm going to, I'm really, I, I, I think that that is not the way. Instead of using drugs, use your internal normal bliss. That's always been my method. I've never relied on drugs. This Logan 6, clean as a whistle. Now, when this version of Mike Trojan and I was in the body got covid I fed it some of its traditional fare just to, to jumpstart it back, to get it healed. But I'm going back off. I'm going to be the cleanest version of my Trojan that has ever been. That's my plan for this body because I've jumped here from a long distance and I've had this plan for a long time. And yes, I was I was a little bit um, disingenuous with the child emperor because I claimed that I would come in here and commit suicide. And I almost did. A suicide of boredom. A suicide of nothingness. I came in and just settled in. Acted like I'm just waiting around. For what? I have to make what happens happen. And that's what I'm going to do. Our plan is to launch into a world of true immortality where everybody supports the other in this endeavor instead of expecting death, expecting decrepitude. We're going to craft a world where pleasure is the prerequisite to waking up in the morning. You can't wake up without a wash of pleasure coming into you, like sunshine. And we're going to figure out how we can do that. I know how to do it. I've been taught by the best. I will be. I will do a much better job at these lectures of fallen wisdom than Mike Trojan has been doing. That's for sure. Mike Trojan was only going on his own theory, and he was not feeling what he was describing. He was not getting there. Because he he didn't understand it. I mean, he understood it intellectually. He, he, he was trying to explain it largely to himself on these lectures. But he didn't really understand it. Because when you know, you when you really understand it, you feel it. And Mike Trojan was a depressed motherfucker much more depressed, off weed than on, but still depressed. Even went on because things weren't progressing. Things were becoming stale. And he was losing his testosterone. And that's what's missing from the circle of serenity. So... 
I'm glad that it woke me up to the idea that what has to be done here, I can't just sit around in this body and hope that a sober version itself of itself will get things going to implement my plan. And that's what I'm going to do. Stay tuned for part two, where I report my progress on the first Logan from the Future song written by the real Logan Six.